Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, a podcast where all we do is win, joined by the man himself, the patriot, Garrick Wright. Oh yeah, it's good to be here. Garrick, you've had some issues with estrogen lately. <laughs> Are you looking, talking about my man tits? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, the last podcast we did... I had asked you if you think women should be in the draft, and you were against oh. that. Yeah, and yeah. then you had texted me about AOC crying on the floor of the house, yeah. and uh, you weren't too happy with that. So maybe you can get into you know, how you feel about some of these women in leadership. Well, um, you know, at, at first, yeah, you know, I... You have people like Hillary Clinton, who's not really a woman, per, you know. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of feminine aspects. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, now, and I mean, you have people like Nancy Pelosi and, you know, political animals that are ambitious and, right. boy, they... They probably drink the blood of their victims. I mean, they're just <laughs> ruthless. And then you have the newcomers, the very emotional people. You mentioned AOC. You know, cry. So, so we give a billion dollars to the Jews, and she starts weeping about it. And yeah. it's like, you know, I anti-Semitism beside aside. I I. I I just don't get. Oh, so you know, so they fund something that you don't like, and you, you start crying. It's like, how do you think I feel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a conservative, I have to watch all this shit. You know, for the last well, hundred years, right? <laughs> and uh, say, boy, what a what a what a waste of money this all was. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing with AOC is she had basically said Israel was a. Uh, she says a apartheid state, or basically a racist state, equivalent to Nazi Germany. And so she's on the floor of the House. This thing is going to pass anyway, regardless of whether she votes no on it. But she changes her vote from no to present, which, I mean, it's a, it's a cop-out. Like, what, she doesn't have the guts to vote no? I mean, she's the one who called Israel racist now. Israel kills the Palestinians, and she doesn't have the guts to vote no on it. She has to vote present because someone pressured her. Or I think they said the, the rabbis in her district were pressuring her. I mean, this is she's such a sellout. She's a fraud. Yeah. Well, it's... Um, yeah. yeah. And then you know, the whole crying thing was just like, ay, 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 what a millennial. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, look, you're winning the war... Just, uh, I don't know, just, just accept so, it as a win and, and move on with your life. Yeah, it's, you know, I would imagine like the people who really believe in her, though, would be disappointed in her. I hope so. You would think so, but I'm sure they'll make an excuse for her. Yeah, it's, as repulsive as her politics is and her value system, boy, is she hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I, you've had a thing for her. Well, yeah, she in that tax the rich outfit at the gala. Yeah, 
oh man, how I just want to lift that up and just start, <laughs> oh yeah, having my way with her. <laughs> Garrick's the one who's married, by the way. <laughs> In another time, another place. Well, there's another progressive woman that we have to mention here before we move on to our next topic. We're going to be discussing COVID, the Arizona audit, January 6th. Uh, but before we get there, there's a woman by the name of Pramila Japal, and she is the, uh, if you saw her, you recognize her. She's not a looker per se, but she's a leader of a progressive caucus in the house. I think she's, her parents were maybe from India. Okay. If you saw her, you'd say, okay, I've seen that woman before. But anyway, she was a meeting with Biden in the Oval Office and she was crying because it doesn't look like the things that the liberals want are going to get passed. And she was just in tears because she wants Biden to push harder and push for, you know, amnesty. And it doesn't look like those things are going to be happening. And she was crying. Well, I'm, I'm going to cry if it doesn't happen, too, because I can't I'll, I won't be able to believe it. Uh, <laughs> It'll be tears of joy. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it really does make you wonder what. This has to be the work of God that's preventing the absolute destruction of this country uh, because they have the ability. So far, mansion and cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there are angels dressed up as politicians. (laughs) Uh, They have some odd ways of of working. But yeah, it's... uh, Well, that brings up an interesting question. I mean... Uh, so Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, and Cinema, uh, the bisexual senator from Arizona, they have not gone along with the liberal plans, and I guess the big question is why. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, maybe yeah. Manchin, I, look, maybe... He's a halfway decent guy, and he just kind of looks at what his party wants to do and what they're trying to accomplish, and he you know, doesn't want his posterity to grow up in this. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe ultimately he doesn't like what the actual manifestation of these policies is like. And, uh, yeah. But that that's all I can think. I I can't imagine uh, I I have to believe that they've put as much pressure on him right. as they can, short of uh threatening his life. They uh, <laughs> they gave his wife some hundred thousand dollar job on some federal commission. Yeah, it's, you know, shit like that. It's like what how does that convince anybody? It's like when Trump gave uh, Mitch McConnell's wife. Yeah. <laughs> what was she, an education person or uh, yeah. transportation or yeah. something? Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> so, you get bought off for this shit? For some right. shitty job that means nothing? <laughs> right. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, my, my feeling is just political mansion. It's amazing that he's a Democrat in West Virginia. I mean, that state is so red that I guess he really thinks he can continue in the future. And politically, it's just better for him to be a pain in the ass of the Democrats. Maybe. He's, he's pretty old, though. 74 or something, yeah. yeah. It looks good for that age. <laughs> but, you know, based on Chuck Grassley, I mean, Manchin's got many years left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
We'll be sitting here in our 50s talking about Joe Manchin. You know what? I'm, I'm going to turn the tables on you. I've actually wanted to ask you this. Uh-oh. Since Chuck Grassley, who says that he is going to run again next year, mm-hmm. will be 89. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will be his sixth term if he were to win. Right. Um, <clears throat> we've talked about term limits. Well, right. It's been a discussion. Yes. What If you were to institute term limits yep. for federal... Mm-hmm. Elections. What? What? What would be your limits? <laughs> I'll tell you what mine. Would All be. right. I'll see what yours are. I think. Okay, senator would be uh, is a six-year term. I mm-hmm. think that you should be allowed to have two terms. Okay. As senator, uh, House is a two-year term. Mm-hmm. I think that you should be allowed to have four terms. So for a total of eight years. Okay. But a combined no more than 16 years served in Congress. So you could... I was just going to say, what if you ran twice for the Senate and decided to go in the House or vice versa? But you're saying no more than 16 years, regardless of what House... Yeah, so you, you could have uh, two Senate... Uh, two terms as Senator and then two terms as okay. a House member. Um, you could have all four as a house member and then go for one as a senator. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty close to that. Um, I'm five terms in the house, so no more than 10 years in the house. And for the Senate, uh, I'm actually going like, to go with three, so 18 years, which seems like a very long time. But my feeling is you know, if you get in and let's just use Rand Paul, for example, I think he got in in 2010, maybe. Yep. 2010. So he had six years with Barack Obama, which nothing that he wanted to get done could get done because Obama was in the White House. So yeah. um, I feel like maybe 18 years, you would have a better chance of, of having a president that would actually give your legislative priorities a shot. Again, yeah. there's no guarantee of that, but, but I, that's what I would do. Okay, that seems fair. So, because yeah, I'm thinking about it, that would mean that he can't run again in 22 under my plan. <laughs> under my plan, <laughs> yeah. uh, it would mean that we'd lose Ted Cruz in 24. And, right. Um, but then again, we'd lose a whole lot of people. Yeah. And it would be fantastic. Chuck Grassley <laughs> would have to go. <laughs> and you know what? Grassley is probably one of the better yeah. <laughs> senators, but man, it's just so fucking old. I, you know, what could you, you're, you're no longer fighting for anything. You're just trying to wake up the next morning. <laughs> well, maybe he's pumped with drugs and gets up quite easily. <laughs> I guess so. I, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, is it? You know, Mitch McConnell isn't going to go up to him and say, Hey, buddy, <laughs> I look like shit, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> you need to knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yes, I think we both agree there should be term limits. Yeah. So, but I don't think Congress is going to police their, themselves like that. So. Yeah, it's funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that won't be happening anytime soon. No. Um, all right, Garrick. 
Could you believe that this is uh, possible, a alliance between Black Lives Matter and Make America Great Again? I got to set this up for our listeners because they're probably just fell off of their seat. What the (laughs) hell's going on? (laughs) So one of the things that the Biden people don't get, the Democrats don't get, the media don't get, is that one of the biggest groups that is against vaccines is African-Americans. Right. And in New York City, for example, they've said that you can't really do anything or go anywhere unless you have a vaccine. And now the Black Lives Matter people have said, well, you are discriminating against black people. Mm-hmm. And this is a civil rights violation. And apparently there's going to be some type of protest soon. And one of the leaders of BLM said that the Make America Great crowd should march with Black Lives Matter and protest <laughs> of the vaccine mandates. <laughs> and we should all come together against the mandates. So, uh, man, <laughs> did you really see that one coming? <laughs> No, but I guess yeah, it makes sense. At some point, I guess that uh, people are so set in, uh, are so diametrically opposed, and eventually, I suppose you have to. Their side has to, the Democrats have to piss their side off enough, to, <laughs> so that they're like, "Hey, how about you guys come over here?" <laughs> yeah, so we could be like Mitt Romney. We could march. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if Mitt Romney will join them now. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's where I draw the line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone should be vaccinated. Yeah. I know. Uh, it's it's amazing that uh, the, the place in New York City, the uh, host of uh, the restaurant, uh, Carmine's yeah. or something. We have a Carmine's right down the street. But, yeah, yeah. Carmine's, uh, the, they harassed the hostess. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> Knock down the business! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, but it's uh, it's an unholy alliance. <laughs> I think it's what the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have much fr- many friends, so I guess we need. <laughs> the Republican Just, Party isn't really catering to us, so and BLM is an awful lot of political clout. So I don't know. <laughs> wow, we gotta take what we can where we can. <laughs> Well, I mean, if there was ever a time to make an inroad with uh, black Americans, this could be a great issue for the Republicans, I guess, because, uh, man, they are not on board with vaccinations, so. Yeah, and, uh, but, you know, it's like, uh, I think it was Steve Dace on Twitter, you know, somebody pointed that out. Hey, this would be great for the GOP to finally reach out to the black community, and he said, yeah, but they never actually ever meant to reach out to the black community. <laughs> yeah. They've only ever paid a lip service at best. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we as conservatives, uh, maybe we have to join the uh, transgender Marxists. And, uh... <laughs> Boy, politics is the coalition of the ugly, I'll tell you that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, that's really fascinating. We'll see how all that works out. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine that going well. But, you know, there was uh, something on Twitter I saw. There was some liberal commentator who said that is extremely racist, said that the uh, we should go to all the KFCs and have vaccination uh, centers set up there at KFC so that black people can get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Who said that? Some liberal... Um, 
some liberal Twitter person. I'm not someone huge, but someone oh. still noticeable enough to say something so stupid. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Well, there's that. Um, and, uh, you know, just a little, before we leave this topic, I would point out uh, Herschel Walker is running for Senator of Georgia, an African-American man as a Republican, and also uh, Vernon Jones yes. running for uh, governor of Georgia is African-American. So uh, there's more African-American men running as Republicans than at least I've ever remembered. Of course, Larry Elder. So Yeah. Um, hey, Donald, the, the GOP, I think, was stunned that Donald Trump could actually make inroads yeah. in that community. And, um, hey, this is what happens. I, I like it yeah. so far. It's too bad Democrats made inroads with mail-in ballots, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, th- the thing I don't understand is, okay, so you're going to cheat with the mail-in ballots. Fine. So why do we need all these people from Mexico and Haiti? <laughs> 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 Can we at least keep America, you know, English-speaking? and <laughs> The Chamber of Commerce wants cheap labor for the big corporate agricultural farms. That's the moral thing to do. Slave labor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrick, in Arizona, we now have the official results of the Arizona audit. Yes. And, of course, the results are not what the media has told us, which shouldn't be a big surprise. Yeah. Talk about manipulation of a story. So, uh, what they did is they did a re... The first thing they did is a recount, which is the difference between a recount and an audit. But they recounted all the votes, and they said that it confirmed that Biden uh, had more votes in Maricopa County than Trump. But, but, (laughs) the big but is that... 57,000 of those ballots were flagged as being invalid or potentially fraudulent. <laughs> and here are just some of the uh, the potential issues. 23,000 ballots were, I don't know how this is impossible, they were mailed in without a ballot. So it was a, apparently a blank envelope mailed in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's even worse than I thought. <laughs> 10,000 voters voted in multiple counties. There was 10,000 more ballots than actual voters in the county. Uh, and there was uh, 5,000 duplicate ballots. I mean, so, you know, the media wants to run with the story about how Biden actually confirmed a win and they left out all this information, which was just such a joke. But Fox, I guess the, Fox News being one of them. Right, Fox News, those assholes being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the question is, some people have said, well, voters... They don't really care about this. It's time to move on. The only people who care are people like us. Uh, so what do you think? Should should Trump continue to talk about it? Should we continue to do these audits? Or should we just move on to just the stuff that's happening now? Oh, well, I, I think that, you know, the, Donald Trump, you know, Trump, Biden is, is in. I, I, you know, they talked about decertifying certifying the uh, right. results. I don't know what that would entail. I, I, I don't think there's any... It would be symbolic. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I would like, but bottom line is if we need to have legitimate elections again, right. hopefully starting in 22, 
Um, but certainly by 24, we need to have it. And that is going to require getting rid of these mail-in ballots, mm-hmm. the stupid COVID-era bullshit. Um, we probably... I think that we shouldn't even have absentee ballots or, <laughs> I, you know, I think if you can't vote in person, you can't vote. I'm okay with even making it a national holiday so that nobody has an excuse. Right. That's fine. But you should, and you should have to show an ID. Very simple stuff. Right. Very reasonable, in my opinion. And if we're ever going to have the, what what is designed to be a representative republic, any form of true democracy, whatever you want to call it, we need to go through this. We need right. to re- rectify this issue. And um, so, yeah, we need to continue. I hope that um, Arizona is able to change their laws based on this. I think that, you know, they do it. If Georgia gets, you know, they've changed their laws. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that, um, you know, I... I there's some good progress being done, and I think we do need to continue. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think that, you know, even if it doesn't actually change the outcome of 2020, it forces Arizona and Georgia to change and get better election laws because the audit just pointed out horrible <laughs> the election was in Arizona. I mean, and that yeah. was only one county. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So. And I, I would like to be... Uh, I'd like everyone to know that I was right. Um, <laughs> everyone thought that I was insane. And I told them, I said, that more people voted in right. Milwaukee than live in Milwaukee. Right. They're like, oh, <laughs> no, it didn't. It's like, yeah, fucking did that. That's <laughs> yeah, also a big problem in Detroit, too. And uh, there's uh, Yes, <laughs> yes. It's 100,000 more votes than people. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, so there's going to be more audits. I think there's actually one in Texas. I'm not sure why, but okay, maybe do it in every state. Hey, uh, with uh, all the illegals there, maybe yeah. uh, maybe that's worth also tightening things up. <laughs> yeah, you're probably <laughs> right about that. So we'll we'll see what happens moving forward. Uh, one thing that did happen recently, there was a, a rally for the January 6th political prisoners. Mm. It was held in Washington, D.C., uh, Trump had said that it was a trap, saying that if he went to the event, you could be arrested by the feds. Uh, and of course, if he didn't go, that means there's no support for the people who were in jail. Right. But ironically, the only person who was arrested that day was a undercover cop. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but this is a real stunner that just came out over the weekend. I don't know if even you heard about this. The New York Times which I don't read the New York Times, but I saw it pop across Twitter. The New York Times admitted that there were FBI informants um, at the at, uh, on January 6th. I did see that, yeah. I mean, they admitted it now. Yeah. Uh, that's what Tucker Carlson was saying two months ago. Yeah. And th- they, had, um, they just released video, some video of uh, the first people getting breaking into the... Yeah. <laughs> "Quote unquote," breaking into the Capitol, and they're all dressed in black, no red right. hats or anything. And yeah. you know, the 
It's like, okay, you guys look like you're probably involved with, uh, it's part of an inside job here. Yeah. <laughs> and it also shows, you know, for people like AOC crying that she thought she was going to be raped that day or something like Look what the FBI thinks of you. They were willing to put your life in danger so that they could advance their own, uh, you know, their own corruption so they could, you know, arrest people on January 6th. I mean, they were willing to put your life in danger, allegedly, and, so. And uh, move further towards a surveillance state. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you, see, you just see these people kind of milling around in the Capitol, taking selfies. And yeah, that one of the videos was like it was like a hotel lobby. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, <laughs> people walking around, taking pictures. There was nothing going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Eric, the question is: is uh, very few, if any, Republicans. The only one, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, have said some things, but no one else has really done anything. Yeah. And. I don't know, should Republicans make it an issue or do you think that the general public will sort of hurt, you know, punish Republicans for bringing that up? Well, <clears throat> I think the Republicans, the, the establishment is okay with keeping it as an issue because it prevents uh, the mega yeah. faction from uh, gaining steam. <clears throat> I think that, um, yeah, the GOP is just so pathetic. I, uh, <laughs> I had to can't, I had to unsubscribe from all their <laughs> emails. I, for, I didn't do it for a long time because I wanted them to know, look, I, I'm not going to give you money. I don't, I don't, <laughs> and I, I don't like the emails, but I'm still with you guys. I'm still, <laughs> you're, the, you're the only ones. And now I'm like, no, nah, I'm. I don't even really support the GOP anymore, so I'm okay <laughs> yeah. with telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, uh, you should just donate to like Trump's super PAC, which is not affiliated with the Republican Party. But anyway. uh, Pedro Gonzalez says that that's run by a bunch of establishment Republicans. Is that right? I thought it was run by Corey Lewandowski, but there might be more than one. So yeah, I think they're yeah. But know. yeah, anyway, so <laughs> but you're right, we shouldn't give money to the RNC. They're a joke. Yeah. They don't they don't care about us and uh the RNC is run by a Romney. I know. <laughs> I I used to well, she seemed very good. They all do until you find out that they're not. Until actually it matters to take a stand and then they don't really care. Yeah. So well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Republicans should make a bigger issue of January 6th. I think that they should, like, the people who are in prison, they should go to their hometown and hold rallies in their hometown and get the local congressmen, you know, put some pressure on them. I don't think they should have rallies in D.C. No. Yeah. I mean, everyone in D.C. hates them anyway, and there's going to be feds there, so. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Garrick, uh, speaking of pathetic, there was an election in Canada last week. Canada, this is really interesting to me. I'll ask you what. So the, every, uh, Canada has a parliamentary system. So whichever political party has the most seats gets to choose who the prime minister is. So it would be like in our country, whoever controls the house would then get to choose who the president is. Sort of similar like that. Yep. But anyway... They had an election in 2019, and then 
somehow in their constitution, you can call a snap election, S-N-A-P. And that means they vote again. And Justin Trudeau called a snap election. They only they have 36 days to campaign and there's another another election, hmm. which I find fascinating. You have like five weeks. That's it. Five weeks and then everyone votes again. I'd actually kind of like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wouldn't it be interesting if we could have a snap election right now? <laughs> you know? Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, well, that's not the way it works here. But um, but anyway, there's this... Uh, unfortunately, Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party was victorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, two things... Uh, Number one, I don't have much faith in Canada. They seem like they're going to go down the path of Australia and yeah. become a police state, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but do you think that, uh, obviously it wouldn't happen under Joe Biden, but if you were the U.S. president in this situation, would you grant uh, refugee status to conservatives in Canada and let them come to the United <laughs> States? <laughs> the United States is much of a refuge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if Hungary will grant refuge. <laughs> you should apply for asylum in Poland. Yeah, I, I sounding pretty good to me. I, I think they got their shit together more than we do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, the leader in Canada, the conservative leader in Canada, in quotation marks, his name is Aaron O'Toole. His first name is Aaron E, not A, E-R-I-N. Oh, great. It's like a woman. You, <laughs> you can imagine masculinity is not his thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just pathetic. He was a really woman, a very feminine type presentation. And of course, they lost in the election, so... Yeah, well, I've heard that the Conservative Party isn't actually conservative. Right, no, it's not. It's it's like establishment Republican, but worse. Yeah. So. And Justin Trudeau is not very manly. Either. No, he's a feminist. He said he's a feminist. Oh yeah, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when he's not dressed up as Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. run around in blackface. That's. <laughs> That's the weirdest picture ever. <laughs> I don't know what's all with these uh, liberals dressing up as, well, black people. I know. That's weird. It is. I had never heard of anything like that. And yeah. That's like, oh, the guy from Virginia and the, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. It's like, what, what's with all these white people dressing <laughs> up as black people? Yeah, it's like, what, you can you envision Ron Paul doing that? You know. <laughs> gold guys getting the gold <laughs> gold has never been worth nothing you should get some well Garrick before we sign off today our president said to the border patrol you will pay yeah. because they were uh, rounding up uh, Haitian refugees or Haitian migrants, Haitian illegals, I don't know what the term is. But they were using they were on horseback and they have these like they look like whips, but they're not actually whipping the people who are running around. It's used for the horse. Yeah, it's a ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Biden was so upset that 
they told the border patrol you're not allowed to use horses anymore. Well, Biden wasn't upset. He was told to be upset. Oh, right. oh, yeah. They probably told him he couldn't have ice cream. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> pissed him off. Yeah, and Susan Rice told him that he should give the speech and be upset about it. And so you will pay. It's like, it's your fucking policy. <laughs> you provide these border agents with this yeah. duty, with the horses, with the reins, <laughs> and you... You train them, you know, it's, they're not just some, uh, <laughs> who was that rancher a few years ago that was like, oh, that's, yeah, it was, Bud, Bud, Bundy, something like rancher that. Bundy or something that was going against the feds. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this isn't the Alamo. I, I, <laughs> these people are your fucking employees and now you're upset that they did what you told them to do <laughs> and they're going to pay. Imagine having a president tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your your boss, like, you know, rounding everybody up and saying, you're going to pay for what you've done. It's like, um, we work for you. We're following your policies. Yeah. Although, at least they don't have the power of the government behind them. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, were you a fucking dictator? I, I, yeah. I mean, yes, but still, it's... Uh, of course, uh, once that happened, there's a lot of memes that popped up, and it shows like a horse that says, "We'll work for oats" and stuff like that. And I just thought it was funny that <laughs> <laughs> the horses are now unemployed, and Biden's America yeah, can like collect unemployment. You know, just all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, if I was a horse, I'd probably be kind of happy. You know, I can't imagine chasing down, you know, Haitian refugees is really an exciting, you know, something I would want to do with my time. No, but I guess it's either that or maybe you go into racing and then they shoot you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I don't really understand what what we do with horses. Yeah. Like, why we do what we do. Well, we race them. We use them at the Border Patrol. I guess we can't afford Jeeps, but... uh, Yeah, I didn't didn't know that we had horses. (laughs) Our border patrol is like the 18th century, apparently. <laughs> Maybe the terrain is so rough, you, you just... I, don't know. I think that's the reason they give. <laughs> yeah, I'd, so. I'd, I'd much rather uh, be in a suburban, but okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a climate change issue. Yeah, but they, they do poop a lot. Methane. wow so that's your america and that is our podcast so things never seem to get any better but maybe one day they will maybe maybe one day they will yeah so all right well folks comment on our podcast on rumble Podbean, parlor and if you have any questions we'll be happy to answer them Uh uh-oh so We're watching football. And uh, (laughs) we will see you next time. All right. Bye.